Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes, and I'm so happy to have you with us today. I should just explain ahead of time that um, on the weekend, I broke my shoulder. So for the next few weeks, you'll be seeing me trussed up in odd ways as they try to avoid doing surgery on my shoulder. And that's why I look a little, I look as if I have an exotic dress, but this is uh, actually a, a some sort of a sling thing to keep my shoulder from dislocating while I try to make it all better. Meanwhile, welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes, and I'm so happy to have you with us today. Two of Seek Reality listeners' very favorite guests are with us today for the 21st time, believe it or not. I first met Carol Morgan maybe a dozen years ago now at an afterlife conference, and it was just a few years after she had lost her older son, Mikey, in an auto accident at the age of only 20. And it sounds like a tragedy, doesn't it? But it turns out Mikey was actually a sixth level being who had last lived on earth in the 1600s and who wanted very much to be able to help us now when things are kind of gone gone astray in many ways in the world. And that accidental death, supposedly, at 20, was Mikey's last planned exit point from his lifetime with Carol as his mother. He wanted to be able to answer our questions about the greater reality in the voice of a modern American 20-year-old. So this was not the usual mother and son situation. Carol, Mikey's mother in that last Earth lifetime, never knew about any of this, and she swears she never would have signed up for it, but indeed she did. And Mikey Morgan started out as an ascended being. He wanted to help humankind, and he took this brief additional Earth lifetime just so he would be able to communicate with us as someone we would understand as a modern American kid. And he does that so extremely well. Of course, I didn't understand or accept or believe any of this for a second. I'm a natural skeptic. and But I tested them so many ways. And I have spent more than 50 years researching the afterlife and the greater reality. And every answer Mikey has given has been dead on accurate. Well, pardon the pun. Um He often adds things, actually, when I question him that are interesting twists, things I may have suspected but wasn't sure about. So I I now endorse Mikey Morgan 100%. He is exactly who he claims to be. And I frankly, I'm honored that he's willing to spend time with us. I'm thrilled to have him with us. And for Mikey to have come back here voluntarily to do this for us was considered by his peers, and of course he has no peers if they're living, but he has very, very advanced peers in the other world. It was considered to be such a sacrifice for us that apparently it has raised his spiritual vibration tremendously from near the bottom to near the top of the sixth level, which is a level just beneath the source. So Micah communicates with us now from very near the Godhead, believe it or not, and is answering our questions this way is a wonderful gift to us in service. We accept it and we rejoice in it that way. Carol, 
Mikey, welcome. We're so happy to have you with us for the 21st time. Thank you. Thank you, Roberta. It's always fun to be uh, on these podcasts. We enjoy it very much. So thank you. And it's good to see you, Carol. We we normally don't get well, to see Well, I'm you. not used to this now, you know. <laughs> I have to uh, put a little makeup on and get out of my pajamas in the morning, but that's okay. It's all good. We like to be here. So thank you. It is it is really it is really nice. Now let's for people who haven't been with us before, let's talk a little bit about how this pro how this happens. You're you're very meticulous because you didn't know anything, of course, about the afterlife when this all started. So what what you do is you you first ask Mikey the question, right? And and how does he answer you? So I go through the list of questions that you send me um, over the period of time before our next podcast. And I sit down with my disc and my pendulum that I have that I use. Now, I hear him telepathically, but I still always consistently use the pendulum to confirm what I'm hearing. And um, he moves the pendulum very quickly. And so I answer... I get the answers for the questions um, before I actually come on to the podcast. So I sit down at my desk and talk to him and I talk out loud. I ask him the question and he answers me. I, of course, do go through my ritual that I go through for uh, protection from God before I start and envision myself in brilliant love and light. But but, but you say, Mikey, Mikey, only Mikey, right? Yep, I always say, Mikey, Mikey, only my Mikey. God, please protect me and my precious son, Mikey. And I call him in and I do ask him a couple of questions that only he would know the answers to. I do that every single time. Um, And then I go from there. I ask him the questions and then I proceed, you know, I get the answer and I proceed to the next question and so on. So that is how I do it. I do hear him telepathically, but I do always confirm um, what I'm hearing with the pendulum. You have the pendulum with you so you could show people that are, are watching. Yeah, this is what I, this is the one I use. This is the original one that I got when I worked with Sally Baldwin, who was a spiritual medium um, at a retreat that I was picked. I was one out of seven moms in the United States picked for. And I went on this all expenses paid retreat. This was years ago now. And, you know, she told me I had this ability and I proceeded to tell her she was crazy. However, I do have the ability and she proved that to me. And she told me before you leave this retreat, you will be communicating with your son. And I could. And for me, it was it was just an absolute miracle that was given, I guess. And since then, she has transitioned to the afterlife. My window of meeting her was only two years, really. But she changed my life forever. I am forever, forever grateful to Sally Baldwin for what she has done for me. But it was certainly all part of the plan. Mikey pursued her out um, to help me to know that I had this ability because I never would have believed it. I think it's really wonderful. Um, when I first met you, you were clearly a mother who was grieving. And uh, I, I really will never forget first watching you use your pendulum and uh, 
what you come alive because you are clearly talking to your son. There's no question about that. You were just, uh, mm-hmm. it was quite beautiful to watch that happen. Very exciting. Very, very lovely to watch that happen. And um, in helping, helping other mothers at that conference to communicate with their children and watching them all come alive as well and bringing them to tears really because they, thought they would never be able to communicate with their children again. And there they were. It was quite beautiful. Well, I, you know, I went public. It was hard for me to go public with this at first because being the way I was brought up, so strict Catholic, I thought, you know, what are people going to think of me? You know, I'm going to get thrown under the bus. But then I thought, you know what? If I could just even help one person soften their grief, it was worth it for me. And I'm really so glad that I did this because this is what I was supposed to do. And I know fear just gets in the way. And Mikey kept saying, mom, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. It's going to all be okay. And it really is. (laughs) And so people that thought I was crazy before they come back and they don't think I'm so crazy anymore. So that's a good thing. You recently retired and you're having the time of your life at this point. Tell people where you are right now. So I live on the St. Croix River that runs between uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin, and I live at a marina, and I'm a big kayaker and boater, and so I'm on the water all the time. And you know the water, so it's such a great spiritual experience. So when I go out in the morning on my kayak, and the river is just glass. And you're out there with nature and the eagles and the egrets and the butterflies and the fish jumping around you. I can't tell you. I always tell people, yep, I'm going to church. I'm on my way to church with my kayak. It really is true because when I'm out there, it's almost like I can kind of meditate as I paddle. I talk to Mikey. I talk to God. I, I, it's just a very, a wonderful experience for me. So living on the water for me has been a wonderful spiritual adventure. And I'm out there all the time. So it's really fun, except of course in the winter, then I'm, then it's an ice skating rink. So yeah, you don't really want to be there in the winter time. But but often you're in Florida or other places like that in the winter. What what an enviable life you have at this point, retiring young and being able to do these things. Good for you. Yep, I'm hopping around a little bit, but need to get to warmer places more in the winter, I've decided. Last year, I didn't get out there much, and it was a brutal winter here. It went on and on, so I'm looking forward to getting away a little more this year. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Well, let's talk about some of the questions, people. And and the, if you want to send a question that Mikey can answer, um, and Mikey can answer just about any afterlife question you can imagine. We've never sent him a question that stumped him. So just send it to me through um, the, the, the green contact block at robertagrimes.com. I send them to Carol, and she asks Mikey these questions with her Trusty pendulum, and uh, what what uh, what is the first one now that someone asked, and and we are we asked Mikey to answer. Um, the first one here is, what is it like to travel in the afterlife? And I think this has been a- um, asked before. We literally can travel in an instant, 
And so he goes, it's just literally a thought and you can go somewhere. And he always tells me the dimensions are infinite and the places are infinite. And he said, of course, the more spiritually progressed you are, the more elaborate your reality is. And so as far as what kind of places can we visit, Mikey says, you know, you can go all over. Now, he says, there's places where you can go back in time. So he said, souls have these, you know, their minds they create, we create with our minds. And there's, it's just very elaborate and it's hard for us to understand and our situation being human. But he said, you know, there's places that go back in time. So if you want to live back in the old West or in, in take that as an adventure, you can go to places like that and visit and or the Renaissance or, you know, back in the cave days. I mean, you can do these different things. All these places do exist. The dimensions, he says, is are infinite. You can move in an instant. You can go in a car. You can go on a plane. He says it's just a hot air balloon. I mean, it's just um, whatever you want. And so, but he does always tell me that the more spiritually progressed you are, the more elaborate your reality is. And so that's part of our drive for spiritual growth. That's one of the questions that I often get. Um, I don't want to ever re reincarnate. I don't ever want to come back. And I say, but you will want to come back. And they say, why? Well, because you'd like to be able to go to higher dimensions. You want a much more interesting ability to travel in the afterlife. And as Mikey just told us, if you want to travel to bigger, better, fancier places, you can go there in an instant. But you can only go to places that your level of spiritual development will allow you to go to. So you're going to want to come back here to just grow spiritually and be able to go to a lot of these fancier places. And that's the way it is. So pretty soon you'll be wanting to, to grow spiritually too. Now, Mikey developed to the level where he is now. Um, well, actually he developed to the sixth level, lower part um, in the 1600s. So he was a very strongly loving person even back then. Um, it's important for all of us to give a lot more attention to, to our level of spiritual growth. And it's not that hard to do. The easiest method really is the method that Jesus taught. And um, we'll, we'll, we'll give a little more attention to talking about that toward the end of this, this hour. But meanwhile, here's another question. If people, and this is a topical question now, if people want to change their gender after death, can they do that? So I do want to define, see, Mikey defines the, so I think sometimes people think gender is what sex you are, you know, if you're male or female, but Mikey right. separates the two. So I just want to give his perspective so that people understand where he's coming from now, then with the answer to this question. So gender to Mikey is how, from his perspective, is how we identify with male and female here uh, in this dimension based on, you know, society rules and blah, blah, blah. Well, Mikey says what sex 
we are when we come here. We do choose that. So whether we are male with male organs or female with female organs, we do choose that when we come because there's roles with that that we play. You know, whether we're a mother or a father or sister or brother or whatever, there's different roles with what we take on when we come for life lessons. Um, gender, again, pertains to how we identify with either the male or female. So if you want to change your gender after death, you, I mean, gender only pertains to this dimension, according to Mikey. So it's, it's really irrelevant when you, when we transition back to the afterlife, we're all the same. We're souls. We're all the same, no matter what sex or whatever we are there, because we don't have male or female organs in the afterlife. There's no gender issues. There's no male, female. How we appear to our loved ones is by how we resonate our energy as our soul, because we're all energy. So gender or what sex you are really doesn't matter once we leave here and we get back to the afterlife because we're all the same. So mm -hmm. Mikey says, when you get there, I mean, you figure that out pretty quickly. And if you want to appear differently, it's how you resonate your energy. So if you want to change how you look, you can, you know, but generally speaking, again, Mikey, will say, you know, we'll look like we did in our last lifetime, at least initially, because when other loved ones transition, transition, you want them to recognize you because at first it is confusing, but it's all based on energy. We know each other by our loving energy and loving connections. And that's it. So the, so the, basically what we can, what you're saying, what he's saying is we can, of course, but it doesn't matter because there is no gender there. There is no gender and we're all the same. And so it's our, our soul is energy. And so we can appear however you want to appear old, young, whatever, because that's just mm -hmm. how you resonate your energy. So it right. really doesn't matter. But, you know, if you feel like you want to look or what, you know, but there's no male or female organs or, or anything like that in the afterlife. So we don't have a physical body there. People remark that upper level beings look kind androgynous to them. They look as if they're they're female-ish or male-ish, but they don't really look as if they are one gender or the other in particular. Right. Um, that yeah, it's it, the same thing he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Mikey says it's just it's a it's a earthly thing. It it book it's something he always I mean, I know he talked about it in his book that gender is really only only pertains right. to this dimension. Right. Right, right. He's right again. Oh. So is if someone was famous on earth, are they gonna be famous in the afterlife too? So I've asked Mikey this question more than once and and so he talks about famous there isn't like famous here. So he says you you can be known there for your different talents or whatever. And like, for example, he has talked about Elvis still performs and such and that you can see him. But it's not famous fame like what we experience here on Earth where, you know, you got to pay a ton of money to see somebody or you have to, you know, you they they're are protected and exclusive 
because they're famous or, you know what I'm trying to say? That part of the fame doesn't exist in the afterlife because it's all about love and they share their talents. And so you can be known, you know, for something that you've accomplished and whatever, but you're not like it's famous here. You know what I mean? Where everybody's like, if you're at a concert, everybody's screaming and going crazy and they can't get, you know, it's a different type of uh, environment. So he says famous like here doesn't exist, but yes, there are souls that are known for what they've done and are, you know, people they entertain and do the things that they used to enjoy here there as well and other souls do enjoy that if that makes sense so yeah yeah um people who knew um elvis or john lennon or something and followed them they were you know thought thought they were wonderful when they were here i'll remember you know they remember them um when when they when when they graduate when and transition to the afterlife they want to see them perform and and they do perform elvis has vowed that he is going to continue to perform so long as people who who uh, admired him when he was here still want to see him perform and then after that he will continue his own individual path there which i think is very sweet of him but he apparently he's he's a, a more advanced person than you would think all right. Well, here's another question. If um, uh, this is as someone who this is actually a question I get fairly often. If I had two wives here, but they both died, and I married a third wife, who will be my wife in the afterlife? I think we've asked him that this question before as well, Carol. Well, Mikey will say, you know, we really don't get married in the afterlife. Marriage is more for here. We have soul relationships. So Mikey said, I'm sure all of them will be happily. I mean, it's it's not that we're with one individual soul when we return, you know, we're just one big, happy, loving connection. And so he says, when we go back, it's not like you have a a wife. I mean, you marriage is a, a earthly dimension thing. But we right. do That's have right. all kinds of loving relationships. And those loving relationships on a soul level will continue when we go to the afterlife. So it's not like you're getting rid of two of the three wives. You're really not. You're all going to be, once you return, you're all going to be joyous, I'm sure. And because Mikey said, you're not married and like one isn't going to get jealous of the other and whatever your your souls. And when you get back, you realize that and your relationships here had to do with the life lessons you wanted to learn and fulfill and, and work on your spiritual growth. So he said, you know, you'll all be there and you'll all be together and you're all going to be happy. But you might have a different soul relationship with one than the other. And that's all okay. But as far as we really don't get married like marriages here in the afterlife, it's more about our soul relationships and our vibration. My understanding from in this area too, my experience has been that people basically make their own choices. My mother-in-law had been married early in life and then she married later in life because her first husband died 
And while she, uh, when I communicated with her, she said that she had met with, she had seen her first husband, but um, she's comfortable with her second husband. And she, that's the one she lives with now. But yeah, neither of them is her husband anymore um, because nobody gets married there. But she's comfortable living with her second husband, so that's one she lives with. But I, I've com- heard, had communications from other people where the three of them live together, or you know, other arrangements. Maybe she lives with neither of them now. It really isn't anything that's a big deal. Um, that the the whatever is comfortable for all the people is what they do. There's there's no. It's not like here where everyone makes a big deal of what the decisions are that people make. It's all very open and and free-flowing. Right. And Mikey just says it's, you know, it's soul relationships. And he says there's many different soul relationships. And that's really what it's about. And it's all good. To me, this this next one that that was asked is kind of important. My father doesn't believe in the afterlife. He says there's nothing after death. Will he still be there when I die, Mikey? Yes, it doesn't matter what you believe. And when you're here, Mikey says, everybody's going, we're all going back. So it it doesn't matter. Um, He says, we all go back. And so what you believe, what religion you are, whatever is really, Mikey says, it's it's irrelevant. What is important is how we are when we're here. It's, you know, that's what matters when we go. It's more about our actions, our intentions with our actions and that type of thing. Are we loving and kind? And so he says, what, you know, whether you believe you're going or not, doesn't matter. He says, we're all going. (laughs) And then, you know, we all meet up with our spirit guides and, and we learn from our lessons that we had, et cetera. So, if, even though that father doesn't believe they're going. In fact, you know, when I see people, they say, well, I don't believe in anything. And I said, well, I'll see you there. I'll look you up when I get there. I'll look you so, up. Yeah. You know, because um, they are, I mean, Mike says, everybody goes back. I mean, we all go, you know, we yeah. go back home. At the afterlife, heaven is our home. That's our real home. So it is our true home. There's a problem, though, sometimes. Um, If you really emphatically believe that there is nothing after death and you're adamant about that, there is nothing after death. I truly believe, I am certain, 100% emphatic, there's nothing after death. Um, uh, Mikey himself has told us Mm -hmm. that as many as 25% will go off track after death. It is possible for you to force yourself to go off track after death for a time just by insisting that there is nothing after death. Right. I mean, and that's where the earthbound situation kind of comes yeah. in. Um, yeah. And, and um, Mikey says, you know, there there's special, there's souls that try to work with these souls to get them to transition over, to cross over. And so, I mean, work needs to be done. And so that does happen, yes. And that's where you get the earthbound situation. And, you know, people call that ghosts or whatever, they, you know, the, these places where they don't want to transition, you know. And so, yes, yeah. you do have that issue. But ultimately, hopefully, eventually you will 
transition back to the afterlife. But yes, I mean, people can resist, but again, there's always loving guidance to, to try to get them to cross over. But there, but, but you can put yourself in a poor situation. You can give yourself trouble in your transitioning if you are adamant that there is nothing on the, in the afterlife or that you can, you really can put yourself in a bad situation. So, um, it's very important that you give yourself um, an open mind. Just allow whatever to happen. If, as long as you're open-minded, everything is fine. And I think that's the only caveat I would give to this, to this situation. Um, well, and your loved ones do come and try to guide you because that's what you're familiar with from being on Earth. All right, here's a really ishy question. Several of my friends are into microdosing with psychedelics, and they're such positive. They're, they're positive with great energy. Yeah, I wonder what Mikey thinks about psychedelics for spiritual growth. Are they helpful or harmful, Mikey? Mikey, please say they're harmful. They they have nothing to do with spiritual growth. Oh, good. Now okay. you know they don't. Our it's our actions. It's it's our intentions. It's what we do, how we are to others, how we treat others. That's what influences it. Mikey says with psychedelics, for some people, he feels they feel like they can connect maybe better. That opens them up more. But opening up naturally is really the best way. And so psychedelics, in his opinion, doesn't do anything in regards to spiritual growth. So, hey, you know, I mean, I'm not into that. And myself personally, I mean, I honestly with me, I think what broke me open was the accident and the tragedy. And then what started to happen yeah. to me after. And so he says, if you can open up yourself in other ways, that's natural. That ultimately is better. He says, but he thinks people do the psychedelics because they have these experiences that make them think they're opening up more. You know what I mean? But he says that it has nothing to do with spiritual growth. It has nothing to do with it. That's a very good point, actually. If it has nothing to do with spiritual growth, that's certainly kind of productive. I mean, I remember the 60s. People were doing drugs like that all the time. I never did, but I certainly had friends who did. And I don't think it was ever productive for them or positive in any way. You know, Mikey always just said, you know, the natural way is the best way. And a lot of times it takes some major something to really open people up or they have an experience that's like, okay, there has to be something more than this, right? That's, that's usually how it starts. It did for yes. me. It, it does for most people. Yep. They have an experience like, okay. Curtain. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's right. the, I mean, that's the natural way. That's the natural way. Right. Okay. Oh, I think I know who asked you this question because he keeps asking me this question. If you want a really beautiful girlfriend, can you make one up in the afterlife? Oh, my goodness. Well, sure. But Mikey, you know, Mikey says, you know, in the afterlife, everything is beautiful. So it's how the 
again, how the soul resonates their energy. I mean, if you want to, in your mind, create a beautiful girlfriend, I guess, you know, go ahead. But Mikey said, you know, really, when you get, once you get to the afterlife, you're just so overwhelmed with everything else that's just so fabulous. And you get, you have a better understanding. So some of these kind of thoughts <laughs> will go away pretty quickly, you know, and you understand the bigger picture of things and how we're really all the same. And it's just how you resonate your energy because we don't have a physical earthly shell there. We're, we're our souls. I mean, we're us. We're the real us. I mean, our bodies is strictly just our vehicle we're using while we're here. So Mikey says a lot of that stuff kind of fizzles out after after you transition back to the afterlife. So <laughs> I think that's really funny. We, we, we do have a, a, we can present as a physical body. If we choose, mm-hmm. we can present as just a ball of energy. If we choose. In fact, I remember once Mikey came for some reason to a, a meeting I was having with a medium and he alternated between a kid on, on a snowboard and um, and a ball of energy. He went back and forth and back and forth when he was in the meeting. It was amazing. That's how he was presenting to us. Um, it, it's it's we people are recognized by their energy in the afterlife. We we don't recognize them by the way they look. So people will sometimes choose to look like they looked in the last earth lifetime, or they'll sometimes choose to look the way they looked in some other lifetime or as a ball of energy. We still recognize them by their by their personal energy. That's, that's correct. That's what Mikey has told us, and that is really true. Um and he says, you know, when we first transition like Mikey told me, he will appear to me just like he looked the last time I saw him so that I know that because I'm coming from the from the earthly dimension. But he says, you can change it up. He says, my dad presents a lot younger sometimes to him. So, you know, they change up their energy. They, you can change your appearance. You can kind of do whatever you want with how you want to look or what you want to be. But we are energy we're all energy everything is energy yeah that's true even here too um the the matter that we think is so solid is 99.9999999979 percent empty space and the only reason you cannot put your hand right through your desk is that the the um little energy vortices inside your hand conflict with the energy vortices inside your desk. That's the only reason you can't put your hand right through your desk. I know that sounds strange, but that's the way it is. That's the reality we live in. And it's just fine. We're used to it. It's If you don't think about it, it doesn't even bother you at all. Don't think about it. It's very, very strange. Um, it, here's, here's one, which I don't even understand why people would wonder about it, but it's something people wonder about. And I I think this needs to be our last question. We're coming toward the end of our time. Uh, If we, 
if we want to come back as something besides a person, why would we? I don't know. Uh, like a dog or a horse or a wild animal. Can we do that? Mikey tells me no. That we, when we come back, we are always a person. And we are, we are of a soul type that reincarnates to progress spiritually. And he said, animals don't need, aren't doing that. They don't need to do that like we do that. They're of a different type of soul group. And so he said, no, you know, people ask me, well, can I come back as a grasshopper? And Mike, he'll say no. Even worse. You know, I wouldn't want to be a grasshopper. Um, But no, he said, no, we don't. I mean, we're of a different type of soul group. So he said, no, that that really does not happen. We do not come back that way, that that's, they're of a different type of energy soul. And for us to progress spiritually, we come back as humans, as people. And I mean, think about how complex we are compared to animals. I mean, honestly, sometimes I think being an animal would be a whole lot easier, but anyway, you know, (laughs) it would be a whole lot easier, but um, certainly more than a grasshopper, but, but I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me when we want to, because we have a lot to learn. And so coming back as a person in that more complex lifetime, that would give us the ability to learn and grow. I think that's that's very important. Right. There's so many hard influences here. I mean, between society and religious rules and the money and and power, it's um and illnesses and just I mean, it's really hard here. And it's it, and that's why we like believe it or not i i think there's no way i want to come back here but <laughs> that's why we want to come here because the potential for spiritual growth is so great because we truly experience negative and positive and we exercise our free will and make choices and it's it's tough there's a lot of stuff that happens here that's very difficult on the human level that's why we we come here to experience negativity like the loss of a child, traumatically, like a broken shoulder, <laughs> like, you know, like the difficult things that happen to us here. And um, we wrestle with these things and they're how we grow spiritually. So that's why we come back. And it's very important that we not, uh, um, that it's important that we respect these things and we learn and grow from them. And we, 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 uh, Mikey, Mikey is wonderful that he is giving some of this very important eternal life, part of his eternal life, to us to be a teacher, and that he deliberately chose to, to although he enjoyed his life, I think we should, we should say that. I mean, it, it's considered by his peers spiritually to be a great sacrifice that he came back to take that life, but he seems to very much have enjoyed his life as Mikey Morgan. Um, I think we should say that. And he did, didn't he? I mean, he was snowboarding and and being a, a DJ, and he really seems to have had a heck of a time as Mikey Morgan. He had a wonderful time, and he, he told, I, I think it was his boss, one or two days before his accident that he was, he was 
he was on top of the world, that his life just couldn't get any better. And that accident occurred within a day or two after he told his boss that. Yeah. So he was on top of the world. He went out on top. No question about it. And he was loved very much. And he, he was trying to get a message out there in the way that he best knew how that would work for his generation, you know? So he was a good kid. Still is. (laughs) Yeah. But, but, but that's beautiful, really, that he, because his, his oversoul, his, his, uh, on a, on a, a higher level, he knew he was about to leave and he wanted to make sure that all the people that he knew knew that he was loving his life. Right. I mean, could not get better. He knew he was going to go. I mean, there was a couple of incidences that he definitely, his subconscious, I, I, I always thought he, he knew he was getting ready to go. I mean, he did. He really did. Yeah. So it was quite beautiful. Once again, thank you for sharing your life with us. And thank Mikey as well. We are very honored to have the two of you on Seek Reality. And we'll have you back again soon. We have you back every few months because um, I I think it's very important that we have um, the opportunity to ask Mikey questions and and to get for people to see this sort of of slightly different um, approach for because. Mikey is really just a different stage of everybody's life. We're all going to grow spiritually to the point where we all are sixth level beings. Mikey is Mikey is showing us a natural part of our own eternal lives, which to me is really amazing and beautiful. So thank you, Mikey, too, for showing us all that, for giving us that inspiration. Um, it's quite beautiful. Mikey wrote... Um, with his mother, a, a wonderful book. I think it's the best book of its kind in print. It's called Flying High in Spirit, a young snowboarder's account of his ride through heaven. Um, it's glorious. It's a, just a simply beautiful book about what it's like to transition and what the first part of, of his time after his death was like. And um, I recommend it highly. I couldn't recommend it more highly than I do. I think it's the best, as I say, book of its kind in print. Um, There are many more episodes of um, Mikey answering questions, which we will put together and we're talking about doing another book just so that more people can can uh, can see these wonderful questions that Mikey has answered about the afterlife. But meanwhile, thank you so much both of you for being here with us yet again. Thanks for having us on, Roberta. We love to be here. <laughs> Big hugs to you both. Same. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> and again, we've come to the end of our time. This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, and I'm very happy you could be with us today. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began and you never will end. And when you really get all the implications of that fact, it's going to change everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest will be Noah St. John, who will be here for to talk about something we don't often talk about on Seek Reality, which is achieving a little more financial success. Manoa is the author of a book called The Seven-Figure Life, which is a lot of figures, 
how to leverage the four focus factors for more wealth and happiness. So his book is really about achieving more balance in your life, isn't it? It's in some ways a spiritual book as well. In my younger days, I was trained as a certified financial planner. I'm number 812 in the country of CFPs, as well as an attorney, of course. I helped people back then deal with money issues as well as legal and spiritual issues. And I learned that people often have a bit of guilt and various kinds of pain wrapped up with money, which in turn can make their spiritual growth much harder. So let's see how Noah St. John and his his methods can perhaps help us to deal with that in our lives and and really give us more well-rounded lives financially as well as spiritually and in every other way. Please, please join us next week and let's see how we can wrap it all up together. And this week, our guests have been Carol and Mikey Morgan, who've been with us for the 21st time over the past dozen years. Uh, that's that's how recently I met them. I think by now everyone knows Carol and Michael's story uh, and, and the fact that I didn't believe in him at all in the beginning. But um, I have tested Mikey. I te- Carol doesn't know anything about any of this, but I've been researching the afterlife for really most of my life, ever since I got out of college. And Mikey does know more about it than I do. He is a natural And he is a gift to us. The fact that he's willing to spend so much of his time with us is truly a gift. Um, I am so grateful to Carol that she spends so much of her time helping her son. And so grateful to, to Mikey that he gives so much of his time to us answering our questions. And I know of no one else at that level except for Jesus, of course, who's still communicating as an individual. So we are honored beyond honor to have Mikey Morgan as a regular Seek Reality guest. I love them. I love them both. Whenever you think of a question you have for Mikey, simply ask it through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com, and we'll be happy to answer it here. Mikey will Mikey will be happy to answer it here. Um, I used to think that it was amazing that he was sticking with us, but he is. He he's he's a solid guy, and I just love him. And I love the fact that he talks like this, like a kid, even though I know how venerable he is. And now, of course, it's time once again to mention that Seek Reality Online is your one-stop resource for all things afterlife. Just go to seekreality.com and start to learn for yourself that your own reality really is eternal. No question about it. Learn the ultimate truth from Craig Hogan, who is your worldwide expert on all things afterlife. And teachingsbyjesus.com is just coming online now, and it's your single resource for all the beautiful divine truths that are brought to us in perfect love by the greatest teacher, eternally, the greatest teacher, Master Jesus, the eternally risen Christ. Now it really is Jesus's turn as Christianity, the religion that was created by the Roman Emperor Constantine and not by Jesus, finally dies, the genuine Teachings of Jesus can finally come alive. They're still there in the Gospels. It's just that nobody follows them. Teachingsbyjesus.com is the Lord's own entirely religion-free website. It's made by Jesus in perfect love for you. Also, my own nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, which, by the way, is just the teachings of Jesus put together easily so you can use them to grow spiritually because that's the easiest way that you can grow and learn in one lifetime. 
how to get to the level where Mikey Morgan is now. If you want to do it seriously, you can get there in one lifetime. Just follow the teachings of Jesus. The fun of living together is about how we can solve our racial problems. And the fun of loving Jesus, embracing the Christianity that Jesus taught, is putting together just the teachings that Jesus taught and nothing else, and finally getting to where Mikey is now. You can order all these books through bookstores on Amazon.com, on BarnesandNoble.com, and most of the adult books except the last are available as audiobooks. If you want to talk about anything, just contact me through the green contact block on RonRobertaGrimes.com, and I do answer every email, but you've got to give me your correct email address, or it bounces and it makes me sad. Don't make me sad. Just give me your correct email address. And all of the more than 500 past episodes of Seek Reality are available wherever audio podcasts can be found. You can listen to new audio episodes each week with the Seek Reality app that you can find wherever free apps are available. And you also can see the new video episodes. We're still working on it. We'll get it right. And as soon as I get rid of this thing, I'll look better, too. And you can see the new video episodes each week on Roku or Firestick. Meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, always knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began, you never will end, and you, most of all in this entire universe, you are infinitely and eternally loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything.